and welcome in to another episode of Facts Not Feelings with your host, Brooke Furnest. Each week, I sit down with experts in their respected fields as we discuss how we can move this wonderful automotive industry forward by differentiating facts from feelings. We dive into my guests' secrets to success and how they got to where they are today. All right, let's jump in. Hello, 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 everyone. I hope you all are doing well. It has been a crazy psycho week. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, yeah, holy hell, it's been a, I think by Thursday, it was finally just, I hit Thursday and it was just boom. I love what I do. I love, I love this job. I love being my own boss. I love my, being an owner. And it was just, uh, it was 10 o'clock on Thursday. I was like, yep, it's five o'clock somewhere. This is where we are right now. So it was, it's been a kind of crazy week. I don't know about the rest of you all, but it's been, it's been a little psycho, a bit psycho for me at least. So yeah, I hope that the rest of you all are doing great is doing, I guess I hope you're doing well. Like it's, uh, having a little bit of issue with my mic there. So hopefully I'm through, come through okay with you all. Yeah, it's been, it's been a little crazy, but we're, we're loving life still. It's loving, everything's going well. So I am flying solo today, but it's all good. That doesn't mean that we're not going to be coming with the heat today. It's, I've got some great, great topics. I'm super excited. I've been, I've been itching like crazy to be talking about this. So I wanted to wait until I'd had Vasilios on before I spoke about this topic. So I'm super, 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 super excited to have me talking about this today. So, and with that, we're going to get into it in just a little bit here, but before I jump into the main, main topic that I'm going to be talking about today, I do want to prep a little bit of a teaser here a little bit that next week we're going to have on some, I'm going to, break my desk here first is that we're going to bring on some really special guests on Friday. So Friday, next Friday, we're bringing on some special guests, but I'm going to make you all wait until Monday before I announce them. So Monday, I will drop who is coming in on next Friday. So a week from today, today is Friday. I know it feels like it's been two weeks this week, but it is just Friday somehow still. And Friday, we're bringing on some really special guests. So I'm super, super stoked to bring them on, but I'm going to wait until Monday to announce it. So you guys are just going to have to wait till Monday and gals, you're going to have to wait till Monday till I announce it. So Monday we'll announce. And then, yeah, today we're going to cover, I'll say two topics. They kind of like all merge into a few other topics, but two like, big, big topics. And like I said, I wanted to bring on Vasilios first before I jumped into the other one. I had been sp- I had spoken with Dusty Sutherland a few weeks back. I, actually, it was probably like a month or two ago. And he had brought it to my attention. And then we got talking more about this. And then I said, hey, before we get into this. And then once I brought Vasilios on, then Zach Billings posted an incredible article about some issues with Google and user data location going bye-bye. So this just got me into this a whole other thing. And so I'm going to jump into this here and we'll get into that a little bit later on. But before I jump, jump into that portion of it, I want to big, big shout out to uh, Andrea uh, Amico. We had him on months ago. He's with Privacy for Cars, a great app that... Anyone knows we, if you plug your car, plug your phone into your car, your car just becomes a mimic of your, of your phone. So it'd be like, if you just said, Hey, I'm going to give my phone here, take my phone, the same thing you do with your car. So his company is phenomenal. He had posted something about GM offers a rebate on Cadillac, Cadillac Lyric of driver sign NDA. And this got me like, I don't know if anybody has had a chance to read this article, 
I'll post it in the notes in the uh, in the show notes here. But it's actually it's crazy. Like I went through and read this whole thing, and it is insane. Like if you go through and read the rest of this article about what Cadillac is doing, in essence, they're saying that for fifty five hundred dollars, we're just signing away everything. So once again. Keep in mind, the minute that you plug in your phone, you give away all your privacy. And so the first to kind of be on this was CarSurect back on January, or excuse me, June 30th, said that the, the GM had this Cadillac Lyric target private offer to certain customers. And this was first reported. And they, they stopped short of saying who was eligible or why GM had such a deal going on. Then a Cadillac dealer familiar with the program told the free press, free press this week that in exchange for the rebate, the select customers agreed to be part of an early adopter study and give Cadillac access to their driving patterns. Now, this dealer didn't want to be identified as, you know, all of a sudden cloak and dagger of the voice and whatever. There are about 20, 20 customers that were chosen for the program. So my question to everyone um, that's watching either in live or that you watch it later on on YouTube or in podcast line is how much are you willing to give up for your privacy? This was for $5,500. And I'm thinking there's no way in hell. There is no way that I'm giving up my privacy for $5,500. Like it's just not happening. Like they're tracking everything. Now I know that the Ford, I uh, just had a issue with theirs and the, you get all the updates and I, I get where they're going with this, but you're giving up everything. So Andrea, thank you so much for posting this. Like I had no idea this was going on as luck would have it. Uh, my other half was in work with Cadillac and ran a Cadillac store for like 30 years. And a friend was over last night that would also ran Cadillac for about 34, about 30 years. And we were talking about this and I go, this is just insane what is going on. So I don't know if this is going to be moving forward. If this is, once again, this is just me speaking. I don't know if this is something that's going to be, we're going to do this later on. Is this where it's going? I don't know. It's just very interesting. So I love to hear some feedback on this, what everyone else is thinking. So that's number one. Number two, diving into this is we're just going to go right into good old Coffeeville. So no, that is not a new Starbucks flavor, not a Dunkin' Dunkin', 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 Dunkin Donuts flavor. Like I said before, as I've been holding off wanting to talk about this until I brought on other people to, to get a little bit of a flavor for this. And I didn't want to overstep because I was, it was brought to me and my mind just goes, you know, my mind was blown on this one a little bit here. So as we talked about, had Vasilis on, then Zach Billings dropped his bomb of a piece and it just was spreading awareness on this about how all of a sudden the LinkedIn one was about how Google Analytics is now misreporting location for iOS users. Well, I wanted to break this down on kind of just the nuts and bolts of it so people really understand and get more awareness on this of what happens with Google Analytics. And everyone that knows me knows that I am a GA nerd. Like I love GA. It's great. It's fantastic. You just have to understand you've got to always, always, always be working with facts. Understand that just because I see this at this layer doesn't mean that that's for everything and working. Okay. So it's ba this base layer, but is that really the whole story or do I need to go a little bit lower and you know, go a little bit deeper because sometimes it's like, Oh, I want that, those that I want this report because that proves my theory. Well, is that, is that really what you want? I mean, that's, that's what you want, but is that really the true data? Is that true? The true, the true report there. So, Back in 2006, Wired actually did a whole report on Coffeeville, Kansas, and why all all of this all this data was going there, which is crazy. So, as you looked into this a little bit more, is that Coffeeville is, is uh, not far from the geographical center center of the lower 48 continental uh, United States. It's a farmhouse that has an IP address that's often used when true geolocations cannot be found, leading to a numerous hijinks with over dun dun dun. 
600 million IP address pointing to their residence. I want to repeat that. Over 600 million IP addresses that are hijinks. Like it's just, if you go look at it, it's just this little farmhouse. There have been, they've actually had to start suing people back in 2016. They had to sue over this because they were getting so many things that are not them. They've had like, I mean, just it's, it's crazy. You want to go look at it. It's, it's, I feel so badly for these people because think of you all of a sudden myself had six, over 600 million IP addresses that were just pinging them, pinging them, pinging them, pinging them. Okay. Okay. Brooke. So that sucks for them. What's the big deal about this? So we're going to take this a little bit further. So Google speed test before this whole geo thing with Apple came out and they're all of a sudden now changing servers that are not really where people are. If you did a Google speed test, now don't do Ookla, just do a Google speed test. See where you where, where it says your server is. So right now, if I do go do a Google speed test, it says that my server is in Chicago. Now, as much as I would love to be in Chicago, I'm not right now. In fact, if you Google, if you go, what's my IP address? It says my IP address is in Lake Zurich. Now, I don't live in Lake Zurich, but that's where it says my, my IP address is located based on my IP address. Lake Zurich is 39 miles from Chicago. Now, Dusty Sutherland, on the other hand, I'm gonna, I don't want to mess this up here. So Dusty, actually, when he does it on his 5G, he says on his mobile, what's my IP address? It says it's in Chicago. If anyone knows, Dusty's actually in Ohio. Is that a problem? That's a big problem. Now, if he does it on his Wi-Fi, it says he's in Mansfield, Ohio. He's in Ohio, which, Ohio, which is a little bit closer, but that's actually two hours away from where he lives. Problem? Big problem. So start internalizing this a little bit. What happens when we try to market to this? Problem, maybe? A little bit of problem. Yeah. So let's take this a little bit further. Uh, unpeel this, this layer of the uh, onions a little bit. You have static IP, static IPs, you have dynamic IPs, and you have VPNs. What happens now, right? So anyone, let's break this down a little bit. So static IP, static, your, your IP address is not changing. You have a dynamic IP address. That means, think of like Amazon. Amazon, our, our, our business, it's dynamic. It's constantly changing. It's rotating. So that IP address, which you thought was 123.456. You know, whatever, it's not static. It's not staying the same. It's changing all the time. And VPN, I just I, my IP address is hidden or it says I'm in, you know, Switzerland. So even though I'm based in Illinois, it can say that I'm in either completely hidden or it says I'm in Switzerland and Switzerland never has to give you any of my information. That's all hidden. So why does this matter? That's the big thing is what, why do I care if they're hiding your information? Well, great question. I'm glad you asked. So let's break this down a little bit. So I'm going to take both my example and, and Dusty's example. So Dusty is in Ohio, but all of a sudden we're trying to market to Dusty and his IP address says he should be in Ohio, but his, his IP address either says he's in Chicago or two hours away. Well, now we're serving ads to someone that should be where he's not. So He's either getting ads for two hours away or in a completely different state. Well, Brooke, I don't really care. The ad's just getting in front of someone. I'm going to call bullshit on that. Two reasons. One, quantity over quality. Just because you're getting your ad in front of someone doesn't mean it's where you want it to go. Because let's say that Dusty does buy from you. Great. That's a sell. What happens to your service now? Because now Dusty's not going to drive two hours or to another state to go service this car. So you're really going to get that return back when, when Dusty hasn't, comes up for another car 
needs to either renew his lease or buy a car or his kid needs to buy a car or whatever, because he's going to service somewhere else. And if someone's not servicing with you, not only are you missing out on all of those service dollars, they're not going to buy from you later on because we all know if someone's not doing the service with you, they're not going to buy from you later on. Number two, even if for me, if my IP address shows me 39 miles from Chicago and I start serve, you know, trying to serve ads to Chicago now, even though I, let's say I'm in Wisconsin, for instance, I'm in Wisconsin and I, but my IP address shows it's Chicago. Now I'm starting to serve ads in Chicago. Well, now Wisconsin dealers are serving ads in Chicago. That's a problem as well. There's, those are completely different markets, completely different markets. And same thing there. How many, even if it's 20 miles, even if it's 30 miles, that might not seem like a lot, but start thinking how many dealerships are they passing before they get to your store? It's a, it's a huge amount of, of dealerships they're passing. So start thinking about that of, okay, are these true metrics? Are, are we actually hitting our, our customers? Are we hitting the, the direct, the audience that we want to hit? I mean, th- these are so many different things of how how we go about doing things and how, how we're marketing and the data that we're using. Is it true data? And going back to working the facts and are they facts or are we, are we trying to find the report that proves our point? So I said, when this was brought to my attention a while ago, I've been holding on this for a bit and I, I wanted to kind of just go into this and I... I Luckily, had a chance today when it, I ended up flying soul today, and I just wanted to bring it all and bring a little bit more awareness to this. That while Google Analytics is awesome and it's fantastic, understand that it is another tool in our tool belt to measure. Hey, is this going in the right direction? Is it not going in the right direction? Apparently, I've been talking too long and I've got a dry horse now. But knowing where things are going and measuring it and unpeeling the layers of data and understanding is this correct? Are we going in the right direction? And then working with your business partners. And I want to emphasize partners. You guys have heard me, you all have heard me say this before. There's a difference between vendors and partners. Big difference. Is your part, are your business partners working together to say, we are going here, we're going here. Hey, you know what? We actually were trying to market here. And even since the, uh, since Zach Billings posted from Wikimedia posted his article, I mean, I saw I was going uh, working with some of my stores and saw that, hey, wait a second, you're in state X, but your X company is serving ads on completely different coast. Now, is are they really doing this or is this Google just having a tantrum? So we had to really unpeel everything because I would have automatically just said, hey, you know, company X is, is screwing you over. Go and fire them. That's not how. No, you've got to look at the facts and then unpeel it and say, what exactly is going here and then interpret that into actionable items versus just knee jerk reaction and then go yell at someone. No, that's pump the brakes, understand what the data is telling you and then turn it into actionable items and saying, this is what's going on. This is why it's going on. And what are we going to do next? So working together and, and making it a better for everybody. So I know that's a lot. I may have gotten a little too geeky and into the weeds here today, but I did want to, like I said, just bring a little bit more awareness today after we've, like I said, we had Vasilios on and then Zach did an incredible, incredible job with his article. And hopefully that hopefully brought a little bit more awareness to this, everyone. And everyone, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, a great weekend. Like I said, on Monday, I will, I will, I will tell everyone who the guests are going to be. If you have any questions about this, please, I I'm always here. 
reach out to me. I'm happy to assist any way I can with this or anything else. Like I said, that's, I'm all about, like I said, as anyone knows, it's moving this auto industry forward and moving this world forward. So everyone have a wonderful rest of your day. Have a great weekend. We'll see everyone next week. And as always, as always, find a way to serve today, find a way to help someone, find a way to just better someone's life today, man. Just, just find a be a, be a good person day. All right, everyone have a wonderful rest of your day and weekend. We'll see everyone next week. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Facts Not Feelings with Brooke Furness. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating. If you know a friend or a colleague will benefit from today's episode, share it with them. Until next week, find a way to serve someone. Find a way to help your neighbor. Remember, we are all in this together.